Welcome to this week's episode. This is Gigi Johnson, your host for Creative Innovators, and I'm excited to have Dominique Wu on the show this week. Dominique is a real leader in bringing together education and VR for regular people. She's created the X Reality Pro group. She'll talk all about that, but she'll also talk about what it's like to be an immigrant in the United States as a creative and a a different story than we've had a lot of guests share. And she'll also talk about how an early out-of-body experience in some ways set the table for her to come into the virtual reality space and why she's so passionate about it. So please enjoy Dominique and please sign up for X Reality Pro. It's a great experience if you'd like to connect with other people who are doing amazing things in VR. So we met with your current adventure and um, actually in a, in a somewhat different version of your current adventure. So can you explain what X Reality Pro is at the current moment? Because we'll come back to its its origin story. Yeah, sure. Uh, right now, we are doing a lot of exciting hackathons and uh, workshop. And for us, we want to uh, help creators, empower creators to use XR as a problem-solving tools. So that's why we are different from the YouTube channel or some video, just purely watch uh, and learn on your own. Because a lot of times, long time ago, I create a full curriculum and I launched my first version of X Reality, uh, X Reality Academy in the past. But uh, we had a lot of students kind of desire more interaction. And also they said that, hey, if I want to learn Unity, uh, Unity already uh, create its own educational free channels. And it's all the up-to-date, the best instructors. How can we do differently? So that's why right now we are partner with, for example, we, we have a lot of really exciting stuff coming up. Um, first one is Ship 6R Hackathon. Uh, the easiest uh, no-code pipeline. Uh, only you only need like a forty-five minutes start. You can do start from Figma to uh, ShapeXR to uh, Unity in forty-five minutes. Create an app. So yeah, that's one of the feature one. Yeah, and the other one will be we are about to kind of in progress in contacting Mozilla Hub. We will have another oh, hackathon yeah, yeah, yeah. doing with their, virtual production. Yeah, with their new stuff. Um, yeah, I, so, I so yeah. love that you're at the edge of everything. That very much <laughs> that that uh, you bring the best people to your Saturday morning conversations, and you really have been able to sort of lift lift ideas and opportunities and connect, which is really really fabulous. Which is one of my I'm, I fangirl your work as a result. Thank you. How long? have you been doing XR type work? Since 2017. I remember back in 2015, that was the first time that I joined Game Jam. So, and uh, I get in touch with the Gear VR. You know, Gear VR, that time you need the uh, Android phone and slot in into, you know, that view portal and with, which you need to put battery in. Yeah, I was fascinated by, I can feel like I am in, in another room. 
um, and I couldn't see my hand. It's very interesting. It's like out of body experience, right? You feel you are there, but you are not there. It's like that types of like uh, perceptions um, really intriguing me because I can tell you my childhood, I had a lot of out of body experience when I was very, very young. And when I was very, very young, I can see something that nobody can see it. So, which also lead to why I become who I am, why I'm so rebel. Because when I was at in high school, I told my teacher that, yeah, last night what I saw in the dormitory, and my teacher was freak out. And later on, I got like a, you know like kind of like a, a mental therapy, because they thought something wrong with me. Because the world is as normal as you can thought. How can you even see something? You know, it's like Ghostbuster experience. You saw some something came out of the wall and some an abnormal activities in your rooms, and they think, yeah, maybe there's some delusions. So every lunchtime, I'd go to the mental doctors and talk to the mental doctors、uh, for an hour when I was in high school. And also because you know a lot of pressure, social pressure,、uh, and I live. I happen to study in the most conservative girls' high school in Taiwan, and、uh, so that's why my teacher wanted me to study on myself,、uh, on my own in li-、uh, library. And when there's a test or there's a exam,、um, allow which allow、uh, require me to go back to classroom, then I will go back. So during my childhood, pretty much I study on my own. <laughs> pretty much, well, I want to back you up a、yeah. little further. So, so Taiwan. <laughs> you started in Taiwan, yeah. And and as a little kid, so pre high school, were、hmm. you an art person? Were you a tech person? What 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 did you play with? What made you happy? Ah,、uh, I think I like painting. I like drawing, and、uh, also my mom,、um, like, kind of like sent me to the music. You know, all the Asian kids. They all know one or two instrument, and I'm one of them. So yeah, I learn piano and I learn guitar and violin. So those are kind of like my mom's wheel, right? Like oh,、uh, now she has some savings. She wants her daughter to learn some music instrument, which she couldn't had the opportunity in the past. So yeah, so I was learning all the art, music in the past. So I. I was more like the, the the art person, but I was really good at math. When I was in high school, in junior high school,、uh, but my mom doesn't want me to do something too harsh. She thought like, you know, girls, all you need to do is just marry somebody and get a stable job like an art teacher. So that's why. She want me to be as relaxing and as stable and as nobody as possible. Yeah, so that's my. It's interesting because we've had a lot of guests who've had the opposite journey that they want to do creative, and their parents want them to do math, want them to do、um, engineering, want them to do business. But it does remind me. I taught for twenty two years at UCLA, and I had students whose parents want that they were females. And their parents were very uncomfortable with them being in college, them learning business, 
um, they wanted them doing something that was either more domestic or be home or in yeah. one case to be they were had been a ballerina and that their family was very unhappy that they wanted to go from ballet into business. So we, we have you know, the story can go all sorts of directions and a lot yeah. of family expectations. Mm. Let's go back to this. Yeah. Visioning of you. So mm. you were at a, a live in high school then? Yeah, uh, in a dormitory. Yeah, in a dormitory. And so, if you don't mind us sharing, yeah, what yeah. did you? What did you see? Oh wow, that is very crazy. It's like, uh, you know, uh, when I was very young, um, I can see, you know, the Stranger Things, right? Mm -hmm. Stranger Things. Um, L, she close her eyes and she can see the entire room. It's reality, but it has a shader or, you know, a filter, but it's a dark green. I can see the same, like when I close my eyes, for example, if, if it is my past, then I can see the room was filtered out in a dark green. And the room has some interesting beings there. But if I go outside, because, you know, my soul is out of my body, I, I believe I what I see was real. It, the, the reason why I believe it is because I can connect to something that was crazy. For example, like when my uncle passed away, I can communicate with him. And I knew things before everybody told me. And that was, it feels like, wow, I can, I can understand something that beyonds human's knowledge. So I, I do believe that maybe there is something there, which was not a hallucination, which was real. So for that room, for example, it, uh, when I was in, um, like when I was very young, I can see myself like fifth grade. I saw myself laying on the bed, but when I see another world, it's usually has a, you know, sh kind of drunk, drunk type of, um, um, kind of situation. It's like I, I sleep, but I can feel like I am, you know, in a certain weird moment. And later on, uh, even though when I close my eyes, I can see myself wandering in the room. But the room is very dark. And there are some weird beings. And I usually floated on the ceiling. And if I float out, it's another different world. It's not this, this, this room. Outside of the room is entire, like a weird world. And you can tell that world is feels a little dead. Um, yeah, but it's like a um like if you wanna go somewhere, you just think of it and you can be there. And you can see human beings activities under you. So it's it's kind of like yeah, crazy. So yeah, and uh, yeah, high school thing is very crazy and it's kind of changed my entire life, make myself more like self-learner because I start realize you don't need teacher you can just study everything on your own and you can still get a really high grades <laughs> so this makes me think of about 25 things and could be an entire conversation on, on its own back when I was growing up my sister and I both went to the Stanford Research Institute and were tested for ESP <laughs> and we went through kind of this whole visioning thing and I was normal my sister oh. who is 
a wonderful, fabulous woman, um, had tested really, really high for ESP. And Ooh. so, but, but went to, you know, could she see things that were not in front of her and mm. actually had a, a fairly high rating and ranking, oh. which she may not remember at this point in time. <laughs> uh, but I remember that whole experience for it. And, um, there was a, a program I went to fairly recently where this one fabulous artist was commenting that if you ask her to think of things, you know, draw or envision, let's say, um, a treehouse, what she will see in her mind's eye is totally different than what everybody else sees. And it's a complete vision, a complete thing to see. That is the way she sees the world. So there is really different ways in seeing and engaging with her that we don't tend to to acknowledge as much and a lot of people who are artistic um, and you're artistic but in all sorts of interesting different ways so this is this is fascinating so from that experience did you go to college yes i went to college and i don't know why my heart is that i want to go to i, I want to leave taiwan it's interesting that i feel like because you see if you are different because in asia's education you need to be the same as other people. And in America or in other country outside of Taiwan, it's that they encourage you to be different. So when I was in Taiwan, when I tell people that I think I can see things and people are scared. But when I came to America and I told people and they feel like, oh, tell me more. It's like very exciting. So yeah, I do like the, uh, the I would say, open mind. And also, um, yeah, I mean, when I go to college, I just learn as much as I can. And I know I want to get out of Taiwan. So, yeah, just study English and also uh, trying to join like some scholarship and see if I can study abroad. I have two bachelor degrees. One was fine art and teaching. Both of my parents were teachers, retired elementary school teachers. My mom told one same textbook for over 25 years. And uh, yeah. That I mean, would make me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the interesting thing about it is that I am totally the different animals from my family because my mom loved to do kind of like the same textbook. There's a right answer and I'm totally different. I just feel tired of doing the same thing and so strict mind. So that's why I don't, even though I got the teacher degree back in Taiwan, fine art teacher degree, but I uh, got scholarship studying art center and then like graphic design, which my mom doesn't want me to do, but uh, I got it. <laughs> I escaped and uh, yeah, I got degree and later on got H1B green car sponsored by working opportunity. And last year I got my citizenship. So yeah, so I'm pretty much rooted here. So when was Art Center? Oh, 2008. 2008. So then you got your degree, your second degree from the Art Center. And then what was your next adventure? My, oh, you you, you mean like after Art Center, right? After Art Center, I, I really want to stay here. So I want to get, I mean, stable job and just, to, to, to just work and uh, uh, my company sponsor my green car and citizenship. But, you know, the thing usually not go that smooth. And I had to transfer two companies for my uh, green car sponsor. 
So during that time, I told myself that, yeah, it's great to have an entity, which means have your own thing. Because、um, I feel like when I was in the visa, getting visa that stage, I feel pretty much being caged or something. Because you couldn't leave the company, and you need to, and there there's no room to grow. Because people will pay you the lowest pay, right, and expect you to get the highest performance, and pretty much wear out.、Um, but I, I, I told myself that if I can get,、uh, you know, all the visa sponsored,、uh, I would definitely wanna start my own thing and just to create something. It's just the desire. It's kind of added up, and also kind of like on the side. I really after. Trying the、uh, game gen and also trying the、um, uh, gear VR, I told myself, "Wow, you know, because long time ago when I was at high school in high school, I want to explain what I saw in the past. Like, oh, the ghosts, right? Like, what what are they? Like, what what's the experience? But when I wear that、uh, VR goggle, I feel like, wow, this is the media." That introduce me, introduce people to know what I feel, what I be there at that moment. So I told myself, "Wow, this is a great media. I want to introduce people to this world." It's not really, I I would say,、um, Matrix and、uh, art,、uh, like a virtual reality, are very similar. I think if Somebody can see ghosts or can see something,、uh, like not human thing. That's the matrix from the creator. It's just different dimensions. But the the VR or AR is the artificial matrix. is made by human. One is made by creator, which probably are much better or much more creative. But I think maybe we can start with man-made、uh, reality. Yeah, so that's kind of my thought, and slowly we will be accept that something is there. And later on, if someone claim that they can see some weird things, and we won't kind of feel they are weird and send them to the 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 you know the the doctors, mental doctors, something. <laughs> Or it's a way to have the conversation. There's several people I've met who have PTSD. And they have built in VR what they see inside because they see a different world that they're reacting to with PTSD, and they've built that out so that they can walk other people through what they see. So there's a, there are, there are lots of really interesting projects looking at the fact we do all see the world differently and don't have a way to talk about it, and there's some really excellent mental health and and ways to kind of explain. Through through VR, a lot of great programs in that regard. So, um, you ended up at、uh, as a contractor for Meta. How the heck did you end up as a、mm. contractor for Meta? Yeah, um, back in two thousand twenty, I remember during that time,、uh, government gave a lot of free money, free payroll, um, like just give the big companies and wish them can hire more people. And I think I was. During that time, that all the big companies was hiring crazy. So yeah, I remember I just interview one round and I get in.、Um, yeah, which is very kind of like. 
You were already, you had a portfolio by then, right? Yeah, I've already had portfolio. I started learning Unity back in 2017. Yeah, just like I learned by teaching. Because I I、uh, I remember during that time I still have Monday to Friday I full time job, but I told myself I couldn't just stuck there. I need to do something outside of my forty hours full time job. So、um, in the morning Saturday I told myself Saturday I need to produce something. So what I did was I bought a Unity、uh, kind of twenty twenty four hours like a. a Uh, workshop book. So every week,、uh, Saturday morning, I spend four hours study one chapter of the Unity. And during the、um, you know during the noon time, I eat my lunch, and then after that, I start teaching. I just told myself just go, and I record it, and I I post on YouTube. If I struggle, then that's my problem. So it made me focus so well because I. You you know that sometimes if we are under a, a huge pressure and must learn and after learn it and after teach it, I feel like my brain just know everything so well.、Um, yeah, like after that one day, I feel like wow, I learned so much. And for the tutorials, somehow sometimes I can hit a lot of like a views. I remember the hottest one I got is thirty-one k views and about a hundred likes. So, and one of my videos was even featured on Ace Wall's official website when they were not even doing any tutorials. Super long time ago. So yeah, so I feel like yeah, I, I'm keeping doing this and I'm kind of helping people. Yeah, so it was start with oh I. I think I learn much better by teaching, so that's why. Yeah, and I grew and kind of like community too. I mean, you you have.、Yeah. I mean, you've got something like sixteen thousand followers on LinkedIn. You have、mm. lots of people on YouTube that you've you built a following that a lot of people have been scrambling to try to build by、yeah. teaching other people what you've learned. Yeah, and the interesting thing is that I. At the beginning, if you see my YouTube and、uh, if you see my LinkedIn. The interesting thing is that I'm not even trying so hard to figure out what's the algorithm, what day and time is the best for, for you know the 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 thing. I think the community just naturally build up, yeah. And at the end, right now this year, we were think I'm thinking about how can I monetize it because I know we have a huge community. We have six thousand members in Meetup. We have five. Types of different meetups, yeah, and、uh, yeah, so yeah, it's interesting. And a lot of people are asking. I got a lot of requests, like, how can I learn XR? Do you provide web XR、uh, teaching workshops? And、uh, yeah, I just feel like, how can I create a lot of good, useful courses to to kind of like、uh, not only monetize but also help the community. So that's kind of my next. Thing we we start from button up, yeah. Well, I'm gonna pause for a second mentally. So so,、yeah. uh, X Reality Academy you launched, but even in the midst of that, you had a a production company. So you've got humming, humming yeah, Hummingbird's Day, Hummingbird's Day. You have Hummingbird's Day where you're producing content. You have a mentoring company too, yes. Oh, mentoring company. 
<laughs> or that you you're working in and and uh, oh, doing one to one. Um, yeah, um, it's the uh, design lab, which design I was lab. kind of the 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 mentor there uh, for three years. Pretty much is kind of like uh, if somebody book my time, yeah, then I kind of like help them uh, for design lab students. And then you were you were working for Meta, and you were then also trying to to build on the back end. Because when Don't when you and I first <laughs> when, when you and I, I met, you were you you thought that some kind of a, a wonderful uh, learning platform was going to be part of the the solution here. And we were talking at the beginning that there are for for people who go, this is fabulous. I would love to learn. There's this is somewhat of a crowded space. Um, that there's people who are charging, yeah. let's say eight thousand dollars for a track of classes, and there's people charging two thousand dollars, and people charging forty nine dollars, and so, so yeah. and people who are offering everything they know on YouTube for free, and um, and people who are on Patreon who then are being paid out through Patreon. There's people on Substack, so there is not a dearth of people teaching. There's possibly a dearth of good community and a dearth of stuff. And, and one of the challenges here, a dearth of staying up to date because things are changing so fast right now. Yeah. So um, you were initially putting together a great learning management system platform where people would come in and they would pay to both have learning and mentorship. And that was your ex-reality academy idea. Can you talk a bit more about what spurred you to that and what you've learned from that adventure? Yes. Uh, so before my thought was, um, I start creating actuality uh, meetup. The first meetup my thought was because I live, I was living in Burbank, uh, uh, Valley Village around Burbank that time. In Southern California. Yeah, in yeah. Southern California. I've been living in LA for probably about 14, uh, 15 years. Yeah. So during that time, every time when I want to join XR Meetup, I need to drive two hours or one hour to Santa Monica and then join an event and I drive back and it's usually rush hours. So sometimes when I drive there and the entire event was kind of finished and it's <laughs> Everyone was gone. So I was thinking about why not just create a meetup in Burbank, right? And during that time, Burbank was, there's no XR event. So I I even uh, kind of like a, got a dedicated desk in WeWork. And the reason why I got WeWork is because I want to host in-person event. And I still remember the first like a meetup. We, I bought a lot of pizza. I bought a lot of drinks. And we had like 11 people sit in the very fancy WeWork meeting rooms. And I was putting everything on the slide and on the projectors. That was the first one. And then start, and, and I, I just told myself that, yeah, I mean, I just love like uh, sharing XR, uh, what's new. So I just told myself, yeah, every week I want to just show up and see if anybody want to show up. So yeah, start with like a, I, I usually kind of start preparing some news or some presentation every week and I host in person during that time. But later on, because of COVID, we start become virtual and virtual is actually better because 
people who couldn't join in person, they join it. And I remember during that time, I just keep creating a lot of tutorials and also creating a lot of like、uh, events. And sometimes we have a speaker event, and、um, which allows me to know tons of people. Like before our meeting, I even talked to a ultra ultra leap before it was leap motion, and we were talking about how can we create some cool you know hackathon together. So yeah, so just because of all the just I think it's out of passion, just keep creating it. I find out opportunity sometimes just fall to to me. The reason why is because people know me. Yeah, and、uh, there's a role. Somebody said it、uh, for the, like a Chinese、uh, YouTuber kind of mentioned that he estimated if you want somebody to pay you like a hundred dollars for your service, you need to give them at least ten hours of your content for free. So think I I was kind of like thinking about wow, I want to put as many content out there. And I don't wanna spend so. I I mean I know that I can do a lot of like editing. I can do a lot of really fancy productions. But、uh, I remember Gary V said that. Oh, you know, start with quantity, and later on, if you start getting revenue and follow the quality. So this one was I because I feel like wow, after so many bad, you know, the 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 sound. Sometimes, like I remember, uh, Jim sometimes always said that, "Hey, Dom, I feel like there's a tornado on your end <laughs> because the mic was so bad." So that's why I changed to a better mic. So yeah, so it it was start like that, and later on grow. Well, and you also yeah. ask. So one thing that I I find your choice of guests on because you you have your. Uh, Saturday morning at nine a.m. Pacific. You have a here's this week's news, and it's a kind of a,、uh, you're the center post, but somewhat crowdsourced with Jim as one of the key hosts of it. But then you have guests every week, and you're booked out now a couple months. Yeah. But you, I know, reached out from whether it's events or going onto LinkedIn, saying you look fabulous. Will you come on? But you know, you've got all these people who are coming in and listening, and you now are on on LinkedIn Live as well, or、um, with all the the tech fabulousness of that.、Uh, but you ask people, so you you find people who are unique voices, yeah, and bring them in. So it's not just the the tech bros or the people who are famous、Aww. and speaking all over the place. You have a really diverse and interesting group of. People of all sorts of backgrounds that you invite to the table, which I think is fabulous. Yeah, because I believe that everybody has its voice, and I can learn a lot of different things from different people. Everybody, even though no matter you got high education, low education, it doesn't matter. There is always something we can learn. It's like I want to make actuality as diverse as possible. So if you see a lot of LinkedIn Live. Everybody can join in, even though college student, they can just unmute themselves and raise the hands. But if you join some more, I would say professional or more. I don't want to say old style, but you see, like some seminars, only speaker allows to say things,、mm-hmm. and the audience can just type, right? Because it's a moderator to keep the high quality, something like that. But I think sometimes. You see, like uh, uh, people work for、uh, a huge corporation, they only know that little thing, 
but really well, like a little, 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 little tiny thing. But or the little for, narrow pipeline that they've the very defined space of what they yeah, do. Yeah. But I heard a lot of like a really interesting conversation, which was from people that I never thought that the person will come up with that interesting insights. So I I don't know. I just think that actually, even though you see like a why you see like extra weekly news and also speaker event. Why everybody is talking something, right? And sometimes you know the background was bad, but you know somebody just used iPhone and driving, right?、Um, but we 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 kind of want to open and we want to make this as a as a platform for people to have their voice. Yeah, so so it's kind of like that. I I know that some people said that hey, you should kind of more like a moderator. Some people, you know, just. Block them, don't let them talk or something. Just keep high quality. But I do think that, yeah, I mean, sometimes XR people, why XR transfer so slow, right?、Uh, maybe it's because we don't really listen. We thought like, oh, VR headset is so comfortable. But for a lot of people, they feel like it's not comfortable, and we kind of block those people that tell what they really think, and we only want to hear what we want to hear. So that's why, like I think, filter is great, right? But maybe open. There is some point that we open something that can help us to grow faster. So that's my thought. So at this point in time, you have folded your assets and relationships largely into the X Reality Pro community, and so that people can subscribe to get. Content and mentoring. What is the current model other than、oh, your fabulous meetups? Yeah. Ah,、uh, right now we are still figuring out how to monetize. Ah,、uh, we are starting with B two C. We want to get into B two B. Um. Yeah. And、uh, right now, what we have is we have hackathon and we have workshop. Workshop is paid. Um. Right now, we have like just like you said that. We like to do something that is kind of more like experimental, because once the things start being more,、um, you know, everybody knows it, and a lot of YouTube channels start working on it, then I don't know why people wanna pay for some 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 different、uh, different person saying the same thing. So, because I, I do think that people need their hands held, and、uh, I think that is some of the you know that that do they need the mentor side of it, not just I can watch a YouTube video,、hmm. um, but yeah, because I think that there's the edge, but then it's like there's I don't know thousands of Blender videos on how to get started on Blender, yeah, and they all、right. get views as people are going, I need my hand held、uh. um, for complex things.、Um, so right now we're in October of 2023, we are in the Uh, the post initial launch of the Quest Three, and we are ahead of the sometime in twenty twenty four Apple Vision Pro. So, for an example, you are I think you're just wrapping up your fourth session of a four week Apple Vision Pro workshop on how to build for that.、And、you're really at the cutting edge there. By the time when someone hears this,、um, we'll be further along that journey.、Uh, but you're really trying to teach near the edge of the new. Can you share a little bit of your thought process in building these new programs? Yeah. So first one, I can tell you that for me, I am not the person who know how to do curriculum design. 
I learned how to create curriculum by buying books, and I bought like a how to create a project based,、uh, goal oriented、uh, curriculum. I read a couple pages, and I start realize that oh wow! So I learn by reading, and while I'm reading, I'm designing. So that was, I I I think for me, I like to get my hands dirty and start learning how to do things and grow up. I know a lot of people; they have like a you know business mindsetting, or they have MBA and they start doing top down, right? Oh, I partner with a lot of people, get investor, and I start building something. Oh, I need an audience. I have a product, and I need audience. And right now, we are the opposite. We have the big audience. Now we need product. So, um. But it's also a good thing because we have people. So、um, uh, right now, what we what I did was uh, uh, we've already finished Vision OS workshop. What I did was like, oh, I want to learn、uh, Vision OS. Let's create a a workshop and see、Something、if anybody.、Working. Let's try again. Oh, oh, um, she's talking to you. <laughs> Something's always talking to me in my house here, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, yeah,、so. okay, okay. Yeah, I think a Siri just I don't know. Whatever some reason, something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, the interesting thing is that when I wanna do something, and I know that I am a fast learner, I can figure it out. So we start, yeah, we start putting the event out there. Cause I was like, if nobody wanna pay for it, well, I I kind of post like a four hours, and then ninety nine dollars, and I was just testing the market, and I find out seven people. Pay and buy it, and very looking forward to it. Very exciting, and we also got some、uh, members wanna get into, and we got a lot of like、uh, attractions, and even people. And you're offering I, the video afterwards as well, so people aren't、yeah. just getting four hours, but they're getting it so they can rewatch it and understand and engage. And yeah, and we、uh, for that workshop, I even attract、uh, people who are the actual pro,、um, Jamie. He launched at least twenty iOS、uh, apps, AR apps, and right now he's very interested in being our cohort two teachers. And for me, I was like, I'm 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 a very fast learner, and I am kind of like learn. And every hour, because I was doing the reason why I doing one hour per week and four weeks was because I own when I was doing the ticket sale, I only have week one material. And so I have to、uh, every week allows me to prepare the next week. So yeah, now we have a really good full course, and we got a lot of feedback. For example, right now I got I I've already visit Apple's headquarters and try Vision Pro. It was pretty good, and I also、uh, got two invitations for the upcoming two sessions. One is more like a streaming videos. Uh, the other one is the AR kit full body experience, which nobody can do it. If you go to YouTube, nobody can do it.、Um, yeah, because there's no simulator. You only can simulator the the you know the normal one, but、uh, full body. There's、um, I asked them that can you do、um, a full body like a simulator, and the Apple people said that no, you have to come to lab and try it because. It's impossible to build on iOS, Mac because those are system are different. So、mm -hmm. that's why I feel like wow, I have a privilege to live in San Francisco. I can visit Meta, Apple, Google's headquarters pretty often, and it's just around the corner. 
So I think, wow! I and for me, I love to explore something unknown. I like to just make myself so frustrated. I don't know. I enjoy like, oh God, I couldn't figure it out. Why? What's going on? And later on, I figure it out. I feel good. So, <laughs> so you have such a high risk tolerance compared to a lot of people that you're willing to step off the curb, off the cliff, and just make it happen.、Um, Are you, which is fabulous?、Um, are you doing creative work as well now? You're you're building. Are you building creatively, and what inspires you creatively right now?、Um, I think the 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 thing that inspires me is that how can I make something that really make people delight people or make people feel like, for example, when I create Hackerson. I feel like like right now this is our first time、uh, partner with ShipsXR. I mean, I met with Inga, the CEO of ShipsXR. Feel like wow, the person, she's so wonderful. When I was at、uh, Connect, it was like a shiny, very hot day, and、uh, she looked at me and she wear hat and wear sunglasses and she said, "Oh, you have nothing. Let me give you my hat because you know this is too hot." And I feel you know it's like a A sense of human. I mean, I, I, I think you know.、Um, I do know that we need monetization, but I feel like I like to do something that makes me feel like wow, I'm doing something right, or I feel like wow, there's a human elements in. It's not just purely transactional. Like oh, I help you to get X Y Z of you know income, and、uh, I get ten percent. Like too transactional, but I like to, you know. Hey, we we do something long term, right? So, what can I help? And also, I think, um, yeah. Like remember last time? I don't know whether you were there or not. We had a、um, speaker event with Christopher Lafayette, and、mm-hmm. I remember I asked him one question. Since everything will be automated, be be AI ish, pretty fast. What can human do?、Um, yeah, like, and he answered a pretty good question. He said that, yeah. So you see, we we have a lot of problems, right? We have like a drug addiction, we have poverty, we have war, so many wars, and we have climate,、um, global warming. Yeah, all those are problems, and we need a lot of humans to solve the problem. Maybe we can get. Um, universal basic income from government, and we collaboratively solve the big issue. Yeah, I think. Yeah, actually, that's kind of a good thing, and I feel like, yeah, like, I I think the world maybe because I can see things, so I feel like the world is made of frequency. I know there's a a money or material side on the、uh, human beings side. We need to. Make sure we are getting good material support so we can survive, we can breathe. But、uh, I think the mind is important. So I think if I can do something great and make people involved feel great, and I also can pay my bill, I'm happy. <laughs> so we've covered a lot. We could talk about any of these things in great detail, and I love that you mentioned、um, Christopher Lafayette because I think that he also has 
sort of no fear, pulls things together, just goes out and builds stuff, and then is kind of building on the fly. Fabulous example of people and the type of people that it's great that you could reach out to with this stuff. What have we not talked about? Anything that you want to mention that we haven't talked about? I think pretty much we talk a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what, what, what do you want to ask? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to be intrigued. I've been, I've been talking with you and watching you now for about a year and a half, and I'm really intrigued as to where you're going to go, where this builds out for you, because you are kind of built metaphorically building the plane as you're flying it, that you are testing and, and moving forward and staying just ahead of the curve on a lot of this stuff and bringing people with you, which is fabulous. So I think we've covered, again, we and any of the things we could talk in, at infinitum. And if people do want to talk with you, they can find you on um, YouTube. They can find you on LinkedIn, LinkedIn Live, Meetup. Can you give a few tidbits about how people can find you and then who you want to find you right now? Oh, wow. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm very like a respond uh, responsive for LinkedIn if you send me a message or you can reach out to me. Um, yeah, I think LinkedIn is the best or my email or, you know, uh, sometimes I will check the, the Discord or meetup message. But I would the, say... What, what are the meetups called for them to find you? Because it's not under your name. It's uh, called X-Reality. Yeah, pretty much you type X-Reality meetup. It's, it will show up very, like the, the top three. So yeah, so and, and and on YouTube you're under X Reality as well. Yes, X Reality yes. Academy so, or X Reality Pro. Yes, but all sorts of ways to find you. And we'll have this all in the show notes as well. And who would you like to reach out? Wow, I like to reach out to Elon Musk. I mean, I just yeah, I I I know like some he's a controversial person, but I I I I really admire that he can pull everything together like. Going to Mars, I know a lot of people kind of uh, feel like, oh, it's a conspiracy, you know, you just, you know, it's like a lot of people have negative thoughts about him, but I do think that he do contribute a lot of like, for example, space area, car area, Tesla, and also Twitter. He changed Twitter's like totally. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, if I can meet Elon Musk, it's in my bucket how list. About, how about future students and future partners for oh. X Reality? So, um, if folks want to do hackathons with you, that they could reach out uh, both as participants as well as companies. Oh yes, actually, I just uh, saw um, kind of like a invitation to Apple when I visit to Reality Lab. I was requesting ten Vision Pro after it launched. Uh, 10 Vision Pro and Apple's headquarter. I want to create a hackathon, very ambitious, create a hackathon for medical, uh, medical oh, cool. XR, uh, because one of my business advisor, he, he, he had a medical, uh, startups on his own and he raised like a, a few million dollars. Uh, so, and he's based in Switzerland. So he got a lot of access to a medical startup or institution. So he told me that. If I can get Meta or Apple on board, he said it's very easy for him to get a lot of sponsors for for the event. And 
basically we base in Silicon Valley. So a lot of people might be interested in seeing the Silicon Valley developers create apps or XR solutions for medical companies. So he said, money is not the problem. He said, I just have to get the big player jump in. So I am kind of like drafting the the pitch to uh, Meta. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, Meta, Apple, and medical field or medical institution. And right now, I think uh, Ultra Leap are interested in getting in. So just medical XR uh, hackathon, that would be fun. Oh, Ultra Leap. <laughs> I've been an early leap motion girl uh, from the start of things. The one thing we actually haven't talked about, otherwise I would swing swing to a lovely close here, is um, you're not just in the world of mixed reality. So I do want to mention briefly, or have you mentioned, that you've also opened up the conversations into artificial intelligence, correct? Yes, yes. Right now, all the XR weekly news are talking about AI, XR, and chips. Chips was... Mostly provided by Gene. <laughs> so if people want to hear the current everything going on, they can either live watch at 9 o'clock Pacific on Saturdays or watch it on LinkedIn Live and hear what's currently happening each week. So all the, all the news that's fit to digitally print from Dominique and her large corral of friends. So thank you for joining us and thank you for being on this show. And um, hopefully all the right people will tap you on the shoulder and want to play. Cool. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to Creative Innovators. We are expanding our footprint. So we invite you to go to creativeinnovatorspodcast.com and find us on Substack, where we are creating a new matrix of our past shows that you can find them more easily and find them along with the career adventure guide content where you can take your own career and use some of the tools in the setup to both be inspired by past episodes of Creative Innovators as well as become a bigger and better creative innovator yourself. We're also launching in a couple of other platforms this year. So stay tuned and join our lists and, and find out where else you can find and combine with Creative Innovators in 2024.